Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and welcome to J-Waves. Today, I am doing my official spoiler review for Spider-Man No Way Home. This will be a spoiler review because there is no way to talk about this movie without giving away some spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, just wait. Here's your chance to go. Go watch the movie. Come back, listen to the podcast later. I don't mind. Much love to you. Go enjoy this movie. Now... Right off the bat, this movie is 2 hours and 28 minutes long. It is PG-13, some cussing for the for the parents that care, um, some bad words, nothing huge, um, no sexual content, beautiful movie for children. Now, I just want to get right into it. Direct, directed again by John Watts, who did all so far all the Spider-Man movies from Marvel Studio, starring Tom Holland. Um, once again, also Zendaya is there, uh, Dr. Strange, Benedict Cumberpatch is there, Jacob, um, Balaton, um, as Ned Leeds is there, John Favreau's back as, um, Happy Hogan. Then we have some of the main characters from past Spider-Mans, like Jamie Foxx as Electro and William Dafoe as Green Goblin and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. And it, it is just insane. Marissa Tomei's back as Mae Parker, um... And the list goes on and on. Same guy who played the lizard, um, played the lizard yet again, which is amazing. Uh, J.K. Simmons plays uh, J. Jo- Jameson. Um, man, really, the cast is just endless. How they got everybody to come back is unbelievable. Sandman was back. The lizard was back. It was awesome. Right off the bat, though, we were all punched right in the face because this movie starts right after Electro says... Not Electro. Mysterio says that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So we get to see the fallout from that. Um, one of the things that was just, again, like I said, we just punched right in the face, was Mr. Matt Murdock, that's right, Daredevil, was, is Peter Parker's lawyer. Sitting right there, maybe the first 10, 15 minutes, huge crowd reaction. This was like a rock concert. Everybody freaked out. Just to see Matt Murdock... And anybody that was smart enough to even watch the Daredevil on Netflix or the Punisher or any of those shows will understand why this is so exciting because we just got Kingpin in <laughs> the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus, which surprised everybody in episode five, and then now we got Daredevil. So that's two Netflix alumni now making it into the Marvel Studio Cinematic Universe. That is such huge news. That is such a great thing to see. It was awesome. Everybody cheered. I got teary-eyed. I'm really excited about that. So we we learned that, you know, Peter Parker is going to be in a little bit of trouble for all the things that he does. Now that everybody knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, because of that, they pull from one of the comics where Peter Parker goes and talks to Mephisto and says, hey, make it to where everybody forgets that I'm Spider-Man. While Doctor... he Instead of Mephisto, he goes to Doctor Strange, who's his friend, of course, after all the all the huge universal fight that they just had with uh, Thanos and everybody. Because of that, Dr. Strange says, I can do it. I can make everybody just forget that you're Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Forget Peter Parker. So, in doing that, Peter gets cold feet and says, well, hold on, not my girlfriend. Well, hold on, not Ned. Well, hold on, not Happy Hogan. Oh, hold on, not not my aunt either. And as he's doing it, um, Doctor Strange realizes that this can't be done, and he stops it and then traps it in a box. But in doing that, 
he did break a little bit of the multiverse. And people that know of Peter Parker and Spider-Man have broken through. Those people that I just mentioned are the ones we're talking about. It was Electro, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Sandman, the Lizard. And the way they brought them in, again, absolute crazy. It was just so crazy to see it all like happen. Doc Ock was the first one to really make the big impression. And him and Toby, Toby, hello, him and Tom Holland go at it. So he's saying Toby. Um, and it was a great fight scene. Like, a, again, crazy fight scene. Um, it was a lot longer than I expected, but it was a crazy fight scene. And in doing that, again, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, shows his worth to the MIT people who he's trying to get into college. And that's a whole other backstory. Anyways, so that was cool. And then right when he gets the upper hand, Green Goblin shows up. And then Doctor Strange transports him back into the thing. And they come up with this plan. Doctor Strange knows that people have come through the multiverse. Old Spider-Man. Villains from across all the multiverses. Ones that have died fighting Spider-Man. He wants Tom Holland's Peter Parker, Spider-Man, to go find these guys. Zap him with this magical embrace that um, Doctor Strange gives Spider-Man. They'll end up in cells. Once they get them all together, no problem. He'll send them back to their time. And... That's it. But Spider-Man realizes that if doing this, when he sends them back to where they came from, they were going to go back and be killed by their Spider-Man's versions that moment, that instant. So Spider-Man gets the idea from Aunt May to instead save them, save their lives, which I thought was a crazy idea. But in doing that, and learning, and also telling the guys, all the villains, this story, they get it in their heads that, you know what? Instead of going back and dying, why don't we stay here and take over? Why don't we stay here and be the best versions that we are? Because Electro liked the version that he was here. Sandman wanted to go home, but he can make it work, you know? Green Goblin is just evil. Doc Ock, he made him better, so he kind of liked it here. And... In doing this, it did have a lot of unanswered questions. Like, if they go back after Tom Holland's Spider-Man fixes them, do they go back and still get killed? Or do they go back and, and are able to explain what happened to the respected Spider-Man? Because even the ones that they came through, um, I don't know if they would even remember this, or they're not going to remember it, or they do remember it. So that's unanswered questions. I wish we knew, but that isn't. that's not a negative against the movie. It just adds to a bigger story of unknown, which is really the multiverse. The multiverse is unknown. I don't know how it works. Neither does Doctor Strange. I mean, he mentioned it twice where he said, you know, the multiverse is something that we do not have a grasp on. We do not understand. So even if Spider-Man, this Spider-Man, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, saved all the villains, I'm not sure if that's enough to save them in their own universe. I don't know if they go back and Spider-Man doesn't understand that they're different. Does he still kill him? Does he not kill him? Doesn't matter. Well, as the story progresses, we learn that not only villains came through, but heroes came through. Like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh my god, it was just so cool to see him. It was insane. Like, <laughs> it, it was like a dream because, you know, that that's a really huge part of a lot of our childhood was um, seeing him... Oh, and just seeing him, and how they brought him in too, was just so cool. I, I don't want to tell you how that happened, because that's actually 
um, it's actually a really cool moment. Um, but, um, and then when Andrew Garfield, I mean, I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I didn't like him as Peter Parker, but as Spider-Man. So right when I saw his silhouette, it was like right in the fields. I was like, oh my God, there he is. Beautiful. And then seeing them all interact with each other was just so cool. Like, it's one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. I never would have ever suspected to see all the Spider-Mans in my lifetime. You know, except for the main one in the 1970s. But all the ones from Cinematic Universe being on the same screen, talking to each other, you know, bouncing off of each other, and also fighting with each other. Uh, It's just a dream. I, I can't believe it. Like, I really can't believe it um thomas hayden church again like i said he came back as a sandman and uh, rice i fans came back as a lizard i thought that was really cool and you know it was cool to see the lizard fight all the spider-man like he's he's a formidable opponent to any spider-man and he did such a great job um (laughs) i just can't believe the whole charlie cox thing that was so cool but as the story progresses, you know, everybody starts um, showing their, their worth. And one of the biggest moments for me, a takeaway, is everybody got to redeem themselves. Um, Tommy McGuire, you know, in his Spider-Man was ruined when he accidentally killed um, Harry Osborn. And not accidentally, he spider-sense past Harry Osborn and Harry Osborn stabbed himself with a glider. And that's kind of what ruined him, he feels. Like, it made him dark. It was a regret that he had. And in this movie, when Tom Holland has a chance to kill the Green Goblin, Toby steps in between them. And in doing so, he sacrifices himself to get a deadly blow from Green Goblin, even though he doesn't die. But it was all done to show Tom Holland what he's willing to like risk just so he doesn't have to go through the same life style and life hurt that he went through. He took the stab. We know he could have moved or we know he could have like done something different. But he took it just to show Tom Holland, I'm willing to get stabbed for you just so you don't have to live the life that I know is terrible because I just lived it. And that's pretty hardcore, I thought. The other thing was cool was when Zendaya, a.k.a. MJ, fell. Um, Tom Holland was really busy with the Green Goblin and the Lizard and everybody. They were fighting. So it was a really interesting opportunity for the other Spider-Man to go in and redeem himself where he dropped, where Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, dropped Gwen Stacy. And that was the biggest regret of his life. And what changed him to becoming the dark Spider-Man that he explains that he is in the movie. He saves MJ here. And it was such an emotional um, part. Even now my voice cracks because you can really see it in Andrew Garfield's face. You know, all these people are just like such fantastic actors from William Defoe, of course amazing, to Alfred Molina, of course amazing, to all these guys who have been the standard of what Spider-Man has become in the cinema. It's just so cool to see that, you know, they still, they can still bring it. Like, they brought it a hundred times over. Andrew Garfield's face was absolutely the perfect face to have when he saved this MJ, Zendaya as, as MJ, because he saved her where he didn't get to save Gwen Stacy in his universe. And I just think that was awesome. Really well done. The story was a crazy story. Like I said, it does have a lot of loose ends and it does have a lot of unanswered questions. But definitely not enough or I'm not going to put enough effort into it to try to figure it out because the movie is beautiful. Like it's a beautiful, well done, 
a crazy, crazy kind of movie. Like, it's not the usual action that we're used to seeing. Like, these aren't mindless villains. These are villains that learn there's more to their universe than what they realize. And they want to stay here. So they're fighting to stay. They're fighting to not go back to their universe because they like it here. They like where they're at. But we don't want them here. And they're not supposed to be here. So we have to send them back. Which is crazy. So Doctor Strange is involved. And he's trying to like fix everything. The multiverse. Spider-Man. All the Spider-Man are helping him try to figure this out. And it's just one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Ever. Like I just can't believe. I'm a little bit still in disbelief. But that's the movie that we got. Like somehow or another. Marvel Studios and Sony pulled this off. In a way that I didn't think would ever be possible. Because it was just a lot of like. Yes it was a lot of fan service. But also for a guy like me. Who sides with the villains. And I want the villains to win. This was kind of like a villain fan service too. Because they all kind of showed their quality. Especially the Green Goblin. You realize why it's important to either. Eliminate him. Kill him. Or heal him. Because if he's set loose. He's willing to do anything and he proves that here in this movie William Defoe again is a timeless actor and the way he portrays himself as the Green Goblin is probably one of the best movie villains in the history of cinema he does such a fantastic job it is terrifying terrifying it was near Joker level scary and I absolutely of course love that the movie completely as a whole is very long I will say that did I feel how long it was? Not really, no. The story has no slow points. It never drops down. There was no boring area. All of it had a purpose. All of it had a reason for why it happened. And then it was all wrapped up. Interestingly, you know, anybody that reads comics and then sees it being translated into the cinema, we kind of all have like a really huge chip on our shoulder because we go, no, that's stupid. But then with with how emotional um, their performances are and you understand why they're doing it, it really does take a different turn like for in, in a lot of different ways, especially like the Tobey Maguire taking the stab from Green Goblin. I understood that. I felt that because it was just like, wow, he's not only taking it because he knows he can take it. He's taking it to show Tom Holland what he's willing to do to stop him from making the same mistakes. And I think that's very interesting because that's not really translated that well in the comics. Seeing it live action, boy, that really goes straight into the old heart bone. And that was really, really interesting. This is a hard movie to number too. Like, uh, I had a friend ask me already, like, what would I number score this? And I don't know. I really don't know. I think this is one of those movies like um, Mad Max Fury Road and, and, and Endgame where you, you can't... You can't um, number score this this is just something that is just amazing to see it's a mar it's no pun intended but it's a movie marvel in in the way that is just a fantastic movie like from beginning middle and end it is absolutely movie magic and also amazing to watch i'm really in shock that that's the movie that we got and i'm really in shock that it was as good as it was as hard of a story that is to tell I, I really am in shock, um, and I can't wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I don't know what they're going to do. They show a teaser at the very end of the tr of the credits, so make sure you stay for the 
mid credits and for the end credits at the very end they show the multiverse of madness trailer which looks absolutely insane especially if you're a fan of the marvel what if series on disney plus wow this was insane i can't believe that's the route we're going and we're going to see something like that live action i'm still really really in shock so excited so excited so all in all spider-man no way home absolutely must see i mean if i had the number scored i would give it a nine maybe 9.5 because of the small little bit of loophole of we don't know what happens to the villains i wish they had just given us a tiny glimpse of them going back and then us understanding it's the same thing we said about captain america like what happens does he return the stones or how blah, blah, blah. same thing like i wish we had gotten just a little insight of what happens to them when they go back they're healed now they're different they've seen other places does spider-man still kill them do they still try to get spider-man to kill them or is are they are they just completely saved and they live a whole new life and now their electro is working at best buy as a as a manager or you know because he loves electronics i don't know like i wish we had some kind of a a, a glimpse into what happened after they get back Whew! i am just still so excited i mean i literally just got out of the theater and i came straight home just to do this podcast because i i am just i'm amazed i'm amazed at how it happened um one of the things i didn't mention was spider-man and doctor strange do face off they have a fight and that was just a dream as a comic fan. Oh my god, it was a dream to see. And yeah, I mean, I agree with the what happens. I thought that was so cool. Again, I want you to have some kind of a movie. I know I'm giving away a lot of stuff, but I don't want to give away every little thing because you're still going to go see it. You still have to enjoy it. And man, I don't know how you're not going to. All I'm saying is Spider-Way, Spider-Way, Spider-Man No Way Home is a must-see in the theater. You definitely have to see it. We got to see it in IMAX 3D, and it was gorgeous. I can't wait to have it on 4K, on my television, just so I can finally just sit there and really do a good watch. I probably could see this another two or three more times in the theater just to like get it all out of my system. I'm still super hyper about seeing the three best movie Spider-Man of all time, all on screen, all at the same time, all looking at fantastic. They all look still amazing in their Spider-Man suits. Oh, it was so cool. We saw kids dressed like Spider-Man in the theater. We saw everybody with Spider-Man t-shirts. It is such a great thing to see. It's also great to see people in the theater. It was sold out. It was so beautiful. I, I, I just had the greatest time ever. I do want to say thank you, and I love you guys that went with me to the movies. Much love to you. I'm glad you all went. I'm glad we had this fantastic experience. I don't know what's going to happen next. This um, Doctor Strange coming up next is going to be insane. I can't wait to do this all over again. But in the meantime, go check out Spider-Man No Way Home. Like I said, if I had to, 9.5 out of 10. Still in shock that we got what we got. It was so beautiful. I'd like to know what you guys think. Make sure you go visit my Corpus Christi Joker Facebook or the Real Nerf Joker on Instagram. Let me know what you guys thought. Let me know if you listened to this podcast. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. I'd like to talk to you about that. I hope you guys are doing great. Much love. Stay safe. Go enjoy Spider-Man. It is so awesome. And I hope you guys enjoyed riding the wave on J-Waves.